Staffing Solutions for Nursing Homes, a conversation with Amy Porter. This episode included a visual PowerPoint presentation. To view a video recording of this episode, visit the link in the description of this podcast. Good afternoon and welcome to our series of webinars focused on bringing you information about COVID-19 related topics. The information in these weekly webinars is geared toward long-term care and skilled nursing facilities, but we encourage everyone who's interested to attend. My name is Kathy Caudill. I'm a communication specialist with Quality Insights. Today's webinar will be an overview of an upcoming course from Quality Insights called Staffing Solutions for Nursing Homes. And now I'd like to introduce our guest today, Amy Porter. Amy is a resource specialist with Quality Insights. In her work over the past five years, she has been engaged in a diverse range of quality improvement initiatives in Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Delaware. She has gained extensive experience in continuing education planning, design, and delivery through Quality Insights' diverse partnerships with state government agencies and offices, with an emphasis in chronic disease, substance use disorder, and team-based care. She has been a licensed practical nurse for nearly 20 years and holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Communication Studies. Amy, thanks for joining us today. And if you're ready, you can take it away. Good afternoon, everyone. And thank you so much, Kathy, for moderating today's session. It's good to be back with the nursing home team today and everybody on today's webinar. So thankful that you would carve out a few minutes of your day to spend some time with us to have a conversation around a Quality Insights Staffing Solutions for Nursing Homes program. I was able to take a look at the registration list for this webinar right before it started, and I saw a good combination of familiar names on the list, individuals who have joined us for this program in the past, uh, so that was good to see. And I also saw a lot of new names that I have never seen before on one of these presentations. So however you are joining us today, whether you are brand new to this particular program and you have no idea what you're about to get into, or if you're a little more seasoned and you have some of the background knowledge, big welcome to everyone. I promise, and my goal today is to make this webinar efficient. I'm only planning on keeping everyone here today between 20 and 30 minutes. We're gonna talk about some background related to staffing, some solutions this program hopes to offer and how you can participate in our next program that's going to be starting here very soon. Okay, so the staffing crisis. Everybody, if you're on this webinar today, you know that this has been an issue for a very long time. And I just feel like even since this program launched at the beginning of January 2023, it has just continued to snowball into a bigger and bigger issue. And of course, I think this is something the entire medical field is struggling with, but seems to be a particularly true and painful issue for post-acute and long-term care settings. So in this collection of little articles that you see on this slide, um, in the research that we did around this program and some of the staffing challenges that nursing homes are experiencing, um, there was one study in particular that I wanted to highlight that was done in 2022 
of 759 nursing home providers. This study was done by the American Healthcare Association and the National Center of Assistant Living, and it highlighted that 60% of nursing homes were experiencing the worst staffing situation since the start of 2022, and 98% of those surveyed said they were having difficulty hiring staff. And of course, we know, dialing back to 2020, that COVID definitely highlighted and amplified a lot of the staffing issues that we are having and probably still contribute to staffing issues we are having today. Uh, however, we also know that these issues were going on for decades prior to COVID. There's a lot of research out there around that as well. Uh, one particular report from 2017 to 2018 um, showed that even at that time, workers in nursing home settings were turning over at a median rate of 94% and a mean rate of 128%. From that same report, you can see here on this slide talking about the annual total nursing staff turnover rates by overall nursing home compare star rating. Again, this is pre-COVID universe. Uh, facilities that had a one-star rating were averaging uh, turnover rates clear up close to 140%, but even five-star facilities were also experiencing a pretty high uh, turnover rate at about 77%. So in 2022, um, coming a little closer to where we're at today, CMS began posting weekend staffing and turnover rates on Medicare's Care Compare website. This particular information was then incorporated into the nursing home five-star quality rating system. And through this, CMS stated at that time that it would hold facilities to a higher standard and incentivize more robust staffing uh, by strengthening the personnel's impact on overall star ratings. So coming into today, as I mentioned before, I just picture in my mind this snowball that kind of rolling downhill of these challenges and issues uh, that facilities are facing. I had the opportunity to uh, speak at the PHCA conference this past October on this staffing topic. And I just heard over and over again, so many of the pain points that facilities are experiencing in this area when it comes to staffing, um, all of the challenges with the agencies, um, some of the state mandates, I could go on and on, but there's a lot of challenges uh, in this particular landscape today. So with that, I kind of want to turn the table now to those of you who are in attendance today and ask a polling question to kind of see where you're at uh, in your own facility and in your own experience. The polling question that we're starting with is, how long has it been since you had no vacant positions? And the selection options are, I don't have any vacancies, one to six months, six to 12 months, or too long ago, I can't remember. And I've asked this question on a few presentations now and almost hands down the response is always the same. So we'll see what it is today. And um, Kathy, you can just pull up the, re the results whenever you think we have a, a decent majority here. You just select one and cast your vote. Okay, I'm gonna end the poll right now.
Okay. Here we go. Inconsistent with any other time I asked this question too long ago. I can't remember. Um, it's very difficult to fill positions in facilities today. And again, true across all of healthcare um, with the climate that we're in. All right. Um, a second polling question. What are common causes of understaffing in your facility? And I'm betting as you start to look over all of these, you'll be able to identify with some aspect of all of them. But for this particular question, we're going to ask that you pick your top three, the ones that um, are particularly impactful to you. So that could be budget concerns, staff turnover, overtime pay issues, lack of interest or qualified candidates, an aging workforce, and staff burnout. All right, let's have a look. Okay, so by overwhelming response, our number one issue identified amongst our group here today is lack of interested or qualified candidates. Uh, number two would be staff burnout, and number three is staff turnover. Yes, uh, I concur with all of these based on things we've heard from some of our past participants in this program. Um, these are definitely um, very real issues. All right, so now that we've taken time to identify some of those things and knowing what a pressing issue this is, I just want you to stop for a minute and just think about what your workday would look like if you didn't have any vacancies or if you only had just a few. And if that was the case, then how would that impact your team who might be covering a lot of extra duties right now because of staffing shortages? How would being fully staffed impact the lives of your residents? And then finally, just think about one thing that you might be able to do with your time if you didn't have to spend so much time preparing, interviewing, and hiring for just one position that you didn't know whether or not they were going to stay with your facility at all. And with all of those competing priorities that are part of your role on a daily basis, it's likely that it could be some time since you've really had a chance to focus in on not only exactly what your current challenges are, but what solutions might be available to you to help uh, address some of those, those barriers. And here is where Quality Insights has recognized some of the challenges that facilities are facing, those that we work with all of the time, and we want to offer some assistance where we can to help uh, with this issue. So we've developed a program called Staffing Solutions for Nursing Homes, Discover How to Create a Workplace Culture Staff Won't Want to Leave. This is a unique program that is designed specifically for nursing home leadership. So we're looking at nursing home administrators, human resources professionals, nurses. Um, we've even had other ancillary staff who have participated in this program, just people who are passionate about this issue and want to explore some options of things that they can do to help staffing in their facility. 
A few benefits related to this program. Uh, first of all, this is a, it's free program offered um, by Quality Insights in partnership with CMS that offers continuing education credit, both for nursing home administrators, as well as nurses. Uh, in fact, if you sign up for the program and complete all of the different program components, uh, NHAs and nurses are eligible for up to six continuing education credits for completing the program. The other thing that's a little unique to this program is that this is a 90-day primarily online program. And this doesn't mean that we ask you to do something with this program every day for 90 days. Uh, but what it does mean is that this program rolls out on a schedule um, designed to give you time not only to complete some continuing education courses, but also then have some space to think about what you've learned and identify some ways that you can implement some of the activities that are covered in the courses. Uh, third, uh, data reports. Data collection is a pretty instrumental part of this program. Uh, we collect uh, data for a variety of reasons, but in terms of benefiting you, the data that is collected gives you an opportunity to look at some staffing pain points that you might have, highlight some areas for improvement, and then maybe recognize some things that you're already doing a great job at. Um, and be able to hone in on recognizing and celebrating staff because of those successes. After we collect all of the data related to the program, Quality Insights does create a report for you um, with all of the results of your data um, that we um, send to you at the end so that you can have that as a record and um, can take a look at some of those data points and different opportunities. The next thing is in-person assistance. One thing that we found really beneficial with this program and some of the other groups that we've done this with is the value of having somebody available to come on site as needed to help with some of the components of this program. So our quality improvement specialists do come on site um, to visit with participants who are uh, in this program and they're there to help. If you need help with your data collection and submission, if you have questions about any of the materials or you need to brainstorm about some ways that you can apply some of the things that you're learning, we are here to help. We've done this with several facilities now and it's been very successful. Um, so if and when you sign up for the program, we really encourage you to take advantage of that extra person uh, to give you a hand with the program. Uh, cohort learning, when you sign up for this program, just know that you're not alone. There's a lot of other facilities who sign up and participate in the program. In fact, we already have 11 facilities who are registered to participate in the program that's getting ready to start. So when you join, you're coming into a group of people who are moving through this information with you. And finally, awards. We like to recognize our facilities who do this program. It, it's, it's an effort and we know that. So for facilities who complete all of the data and all of the courses, there is an award um, that we send to the facilities along with their data report. 
Um, we send a press release, a certificate, lots of things that you get in that award package to recognize your facility for all the efforts that you make. Keeping on with this data collection theme here, and I'm, I'm not gonna go into great detail about each of the items that you see on the screen, but just to give you a sneak peek of some of the data that we take a look at in this program, I just wanted to highlight um, a couple of things here. Um, as you move through the various e-learning courses that are part of this program, we explain in detail each of these various data elements um, what pieces of data you can collect and how. Um, and then again, we will partner with you to help you get that data completed. Uh, for example, the CMS Staff Satisfaction Survey. Several of our facilities who have completed this survey have reached out to us and said, hey, can you help with this uh, data entry, entering all the survey information into the tool? Can you do that for us? And the answer is always yes. We are happy to help with any data entry um, or assist with any of the uh, survey components as possible. Um, and that's really true of all of the data in this program. Next week, we have a kickoff webinar scheduled for this program. And if you sign up to participate, I will go into each of these data elements in a lot more detail. Um, but for today, I just wanted to give you a snapshot of some of the things that we take a look at. And as I mentioned, this is an online program. When you register, um, we get you all set up in Quality Insights MyQI eLearning System. And this is where you will go um, to view past webinars, to take advantage of courses. There's lots of great information out here. And this is really your landing point uh, for this program for downloading resources um, and all the other uh, components of the program. Okay, so let's take a look a little bit more at some of the layout here. Next week, as I mentioned, is the kickoff webinar, our green bar all the way here to the left. Uh, I, we will be welcoming Dr. Jean Storm. She's Quality Insights Medical Director um, to that webinar. And we're gonna do an interview with her about some relevant uh, staffing topics in nursing homes. And that's really where I will dive into the details of this program. I'm gonna demo my QI for you to show you how to get around in there. We'll talk about data instructions and get you all set up with everything you need to get started and have a successful journey with the program. Then on February 1st, course one will launch. That particular course is completely structured around hiring. Uh, we talk a lot about how you can prioritize staffing goals, um, spend some time uh, talking about the interview process, uh, looking at interview questions, different types of things, um, getting you connected with some current resources to help with your interviewing and how you can hire and attract the right people. Course two dives into the retention topic. This is a very popular course in this series. And here we really get into the role that workplace culture lends uh, to staff retention and how we can implement changes with a team and all of the steps that are needed in order to achieve that. And then course three is all about staff engagement. This particular course dives into some evidence-based leadership strategies it helps you identify the types of performers that you have within your facility. And then 
gives principles for how you can communicate um, with each one of these different performer types to engage them better and help them in their professional development, ultimately striving and aiming to create an environment for them where they can thrive in their careers and want to stay at the facility. At the end of the program, we host a celebration webinar with a keynote speaker. We recognize all of our facilities who have completed the program, and it's just a great time to bring all of the components of the program together and highlight how far we've come during our time together. Now, we can't have a staffing program without some staff resources, now could we? <laughs> um, the way we've built the staff resources in this program is by taking the course content that you are doing um, in the program and have cre we've created complimentary staff toolkits that go right along with the content that you were learning. So whatever you're learning, we've written some staff-facing content that can go out to your staff at the same time to help support um, some of the different objectives that we're trying to achieve in the learning. Uh, these, a lot of these different toolkits uh, are eligible for nursing CE. And on the next slide, you kind of get a snippet of some of the different things that we've incorporated into these toolkits to try to help make it fun and engaging for the staff. So you'll see lots of videos, um, games. Some of the materials are formatted almost like a magazine. Uh, there's the e-learning that I mentioned, just different opportunities for professional development, emotional wellness resources, just lots of things in there for staff that echo the things that you're learning in the courses. Gearing down here toward the end of our time here, I chose this picture to put up at the slide as a slide at this point, because when I look at this, it reminds me of a saying that says, I can't see the forest for the trees. And I think when it comes to staffing in nursing homes, this is a great metaphor to describe how easy it can be to lose sight of the big picture because of so many competing things that you all are dealing with every day. Um, with so many of these different competing priorities, different surprises that come up in your schedule, things that pull you away from being able to focus on staffing, it can really be a struggle to dedicate time to improving something like staffing. So really, Quality Insights aim in developing this program is to build out an opportunity for you to be able to engage in the learning as you do have the space to do that um, and in a specified time frame. So you know this doesn't go on forever, um, but hopefully deliver some key um, components to your facility that you can um, apply to your workflows and your day-to-day -day activities that will improve your nursing home as a whole. So we invite you to take this journey with us. We would love to have you join the other facilities that have already signed up, and we would love to work with you in these staffing improvement processes. And this is how you can do that. Uh, when you're ready to register for the program, you can visit um, the link. That's going to take you to a brief online form that you'll just fill out to register. 
And after you fill out that form, uh, someone will reach out to you with next steps. We'll get you set up with a MyQI account and send you your login information. And um, you can also scan the QR code that's on the screen that also takes you to the form. And a third step that I've added here that I just want to touch on is that you know, if you're considering signing up for this program, if there is anyone else um, in your facilities or maybe at one of your other facilities in your network, if there's somebody that you know that is passionate about this issue and might enjoy coming along on this journey with you, we would welcome and invite them to do that. We've found in past groups with this program that facilities who are the most successful and have the most outcomes with this program come with somebody else. Because the fact is, things come up. You get busy, you might not have time to do all the courses, or the data might start to feel like a heavy lift. If there's somebody else that can come alongside you to help with that, um, it makes the process a lot easier for, especially our nursing home administrators, a lot of the time. So that is something we definitely welcome. If there's someone else that you would like to bring with you, they're welcome to register. And this is my contact information. I am a primary point of contact for this program along with the QISs. If there's anything you need at any time, you can feel free to reach out to me at this email address that's on your screen, and I would be happy to help with that. And uh, we also have our program registration links here on the screen. If anyone has any questions at this point, I am free to take those. It looks like we just got a question. It says, if we are not affiliated with a facility, can we still take the course? Um, we really prefer to have people in the cohort who are actively working at a facility uh, just because there is quite a bit of implementation component with this particular program. I mean, the courses are available. You're welcome to take them. But a huge part of this is actually applying the things that you're learning. So after courses are completed, you know, we're diving in um, with you to help with data collection, to help um, with some implementation activities. So those some of that can be really hard to do if you're not actually working at a facility. Um, if I'm not understanding your question completely, please um, feel free to drop some more information in the chat or reach out to me by email and I'd be happy to, to talk with you a little bit more about that and see exactly what your situation is. Um, we definitely don't wanna turn anyone away, but we also want it to be um, as applicable uh, to you and um, the aims of the program as possible. I did get one message here in my um, Q&A. It was related to um, instructions about what they need to do next. Um, so if you register for the program today, uh, I will send a follow-up email uh, that will include a link to today's recording. It will include a copy of the slide deck. And I will also include a registration link for next week's kickoff webinar, which will be held on Thursday, January 25th at one o'clock EST. Um, as I mentioned, this is the webinar where we really dive into more specifics about the program. So if you do sign up for the program, that will be your next step is coming to the kickoff webinar. There is CE offered for that session. NHA and nursing credit is offered um, and we make that available to participants even afterwards. So that is the next step. 
Um, but again, if you have questions or if there's something you're wondering about, um, connect with me and I'd be happy to, to share um, anything we need to talk about to get you set up. And I don't see any other questions, Kathy. So if there's nothing else, I think we're ready to wrap up for today. Amy, thanks for joining us again today. And I'd like to thank all of you for joining us and hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, everybody. Have a good afternoon. If you would like to contact Amy Porter, you can email her at aporter at qualityinsights.org. You can check out our other interviews at qualityinsights.org slash QIN slash multimedia.